Welcome to High Performance Equestrian, science to enhance rider performance. Today, we are considering the human and equine athletic team, which I like to call the six-legged athlete. I know that some people, perhaps particularly non-equestrians, like to think that it's all the horse. The horse is the athlete, the rider just sits there. As an equestrian, How much would you say is the horse and how much is the rider? Of course, it's all about the partnership. I think some riders might say it's 50% the horse, it's 50% the rider. I think some pro riders who spend a lot of time training horses might say it's all the rider. I know that if I'm not on board working quite hard, my horse pretty much just stands still. So we're certainly more than just a backpack And obviously the rider makes and creates the work. So the rider is at least as important as the horse, but I would argue a lot more so. But essentially, it's going to come back to that partnership, isn't it? The training, the trust and the communication. So it really is a six-legged athletic team. So let me ask this, how much time and money do you spend on everything for your horse to create the best equine athlete you can from specific training, special diets, maybe supplements, shoes, massages or physio and other therapies? Now, what about you, the rider? Maybe eventually you do book the physio, but only when that nerve in your back is so badly pinched that you can't get a leg over the saddle. I think so many riders focus everything on the horses, keeping them in top shape to prevent injury, and of course that helps prevent vet bills. But wouldn't you like to be on that team? Well, as an equestrian athlete, you actually are on that team. You are an integral partner to your horse, and so your performance, for better or worse, directly affects the outcome. There are six legs in the equestrian athlete team, not four. Think of a rowing, a bobsled or synchronized diving team with multiple team members requiring each one to be a serious athlete in their own right. Equestrians in the Olympic disciplines are no different. I can guarantee that the cox on the rowing team is an athlete training as hard as the rest of the team. And I would argue a rider has a much more significant role in our sport. I know as equestrians we like to focus on making sure our horse feels great and then they seem to perform well. If they're happy and comfortable, they're safer to ride. So now focusing on the rider, what does it mean to you when you feel great hopping in the saddle? Maybe it's that you're rested and energetic. Perhaps for you it's feeling strong and balanced or lean and supple, this is different for all of us based on many personal factors and also what type of equestrian sport we're doing. Now try to think of what it's like when you've felt not so great in the saddle. Maybe you were exhausted and distracted, or felt stiff but weak, or sluggish or heavy and imbalanced. And when I say heavy, I mean not feeling like you're carrying your own weight in the saddle in a posture that allows your horse to move freely beneath you. Perhaps you'd had time off for an injury or pregnancy and came back feeling different. 
The reason for these examples is to consider how very differently you can feel and subsequently perform as a rider. And even if you've been riding a lot and feel like you are doing well, isn't it possible to further enhance performance by focusing on your health and wellness, just as you do with your horse? Better balance, steady hands, strong core, flexible hips and back, and fitness for challenging competition days are all within reach for the competitive rider. And the non-competitive one, who just wants to perform as they expect their horse to. I believe riders need the same exercise, sports science, nutrition and lifestyle support as any other athlete. Our sport requires very specific strength and conditioning, focus, reaction times, endurance, and it can be very hard on the human body. Riding as an activity can create overuse and imbalances in various parts of the body, which can increase the risk of repetitive strain or acute injuries. One question I get frequently is about what the various health, wellness or fitness specialists can actually help riders with. Well, we always start with the GP because they can refer you on to the most appropriate person. But when you think about the other health and fitness type specialists, sometimes it's confusing to work out what they actually do and who you might see for various reasons. So a physiotherapist or a physical therapist is a specialist in musculoskeletal issues. So yes, they might specialize in strength and conditioning, but they're very involved in rehab and injuries. So it's very important to think about a physio if you have any particular issues, so past injuries. So it's great to consider a physio, particularly if there's something wrong. So if you've been injured or if you're feeling some pain, they're a great person to try and work out what's going on and help you rehabilitate and perform better. Now, an exercise physiologist, exercise scientist and sports scientist, those ones can sometimes be confusing. The exercise physiologist or EP is a specialist in physiology of exercise. So that means they might specialize in high performance. So getting athletes to perform even better, cardiovascular fitness, how they use their fuel, what they do in training to perform better. They might also specialize in general health and wellness or at the pathological end of the scale. So they might specialize in illness and that would be things like lifestyle diseases, cardiometabolic diseases, type 2 diabetes. So exercise physiologists might work across that whole spectrum. They do study a basic exercise science degree and then they also do clinical internships in exercise physiology. So the exercise scientist generally focuses on health and wellness space They may also have specialties in that sort of illness or high performance. And then the sports scientist generally is going to focus, of course, on sport and on helping athletes. Now, the PT or the personal trainer is definitely in that wellness space. So not necessarily high performance qualified or for illness. And when it comes to dietitians and nutritionists, it's also a really tricky space to navigate if you're looking for help with your nutrition. So a clinical dietitian or a registered dietitian 
or a registered sports dietitian has done training in dietetics and they can prescribe specialist diets for illness or high performance. A nutritionist, if they're a registered nutritionist, they've done at least a bachelor or master's degree in human nutrition and they might work in the health and wellness space. They also might work in a bit of high performance if they have that specialty. So they're not prescribing very specific diets for a limited period of time as a dietitian would as part of clinical treatment under some sort of other medical specialist as well. We try our best to keep our horses performing to their peak and out of remedial therapies, but don't forget about the key member of the team. I think the leader, the rider is the leader, in fact. Consider all the other Olympic sports and how much focus goes into physically preparing the athlete at all levels, both during participation in their primary sport, such as football, diving or high jump, but also out of the pool and off the field. Similarly, riders develop their primary skills and technique in the saddle, but they can get their winning edge out of it. And we'll dive into that more in my next podcast. So that's just a little food for thought today to set the tone for my focus on enhancing rider performance. I do focus mostly on the Olympic disciplines, but it doesn't matter your riding level or discipline. Whatever you're training with your horse, you're on a pathway of constant improvement. For example, if you're training in dressage, you're on the way to Grand Prix. Where you end up will be influenced by many factors, but you don't start out putting limitations on that journey. Just as a gymnast in the beginner ranks is still training the foundational moves and skills that lead to the elite level and the Olympic podium. I most certainly will not get to the Olympics on my dressage pony that I currently compete, but we absolutely are learning and performing the skills, and I take us seriously as an athletic partnership, even if sometimes others don't, because she's not exactly a warm blood. But I'll tell you more about her another day. Basically, if you take your horse seriously as an athlete, then as a rider, you are one too. If you have performance goals in equestrian sports, then the question to ask yourself is whether you've been identifying as an athlete and also treating yourself as such, or whether all the focus has gone into the other four legs on the team. Next podcast, I'm going to answer the question I sometimes get asked, and that's, isn't riding enough to keep me fit? Thanks so much for joining me today. Until next time, happy riding.